Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Views. Today I'm with Jason in Texas, and we're about to talk about stuff. Are you excited about any movies coming out? Um, no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dope. Let's roll the intro music. What's up, guys? For the beginning of the podcast, you may hear the car in the background. That's because we are in the car on the way to the airport. Um, I'm going to Kingsville, Texas to do a show at a college. On the move, David. On the move. Natalie's here, here is coughing. She's having slight panic attacks this morning. Who She's, would have thought at 46-year-old I'd be in the car with a bunch of 20-year-olds going to a podunk town in the middle of <laughs> bumblefuck nowhere? <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Before I picked you up, I thought you were going to be in a bad mood, and I like prepared all these things. Like <laughs> I'm going to tell him I'm going to tell him to be grateful about all of these things. <laughs> but then you were in a pretty good mood, so I just kind of canned it. As soon as I got the coffee in me, I turned into the heroin addict that I am, <laughs> and I was like, ding! And yeah. it, it, all turned, it all turned around, because I was... Jason grumpy. called us last night saying he couldn't make it because he was coughing up fluids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was being serious. And he's saying, he, we just asked him, we're like, why are you so sick? And he goes, I've been working out a lot and going, in, going out into the sun a lot, <laughs> which almost doesn't make sense, because that's like... What a normal person does. <laughs> it's literally exercise and walking outside. Um, no, so, I'm, I'm, I'm like really stressing my heart and my body. I'm like sprinting. No, I think you have an actual, like you have a condition developing and you're just going to, you're going to ignore it until it's too late. Oh, I go to the doctor. You're the one that doesn't go to the doctor. You're the one that goes, sees that weird Slovakian doctor where they put their hand on your spleen and go, woogie, 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 woogie. <laughs> My mom's going to hate you for making fun of her doctor. He's a good doctor. <laughs> um, we were talking about why we love the airport. Natalie, why is it that you love going to the airport? Um, I just love, like, I love, like, the thought of traveling and getting out. But I also, my favorite part, I don't know, there's, like, a specific term for this. Like, when there's a sound that you resonate with that's, like, makes you feel a certain type of way. Um, but when I have, like, my, my rolly suitcase... And I'm rolling it over the different like tiles in the airport, and it's like, drung, 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 and it's just rolling. It's just like I, I like I, I love 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 that sound. That's incredible, Natalie. Thank you for joining us, <laughs> <laughs> Natalie. Natalie. Proving once again, she is the weirdest one in the group. Surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> you think it would be Zane? Yeah, it's Natalie. Actually, Natalie. I I was also saying I love the airport. My friends and I used to go there, and we would ride the uh, we would ride the train. Because we couldn't, we couldn't actually buy a ticket, and we would just sit at the airport 
and we'd, we'd go to each other and be like, how fucking crazy would it be if we fucking took off right now into a random city? But we never took off because we didn't have any money with us or even our IDs. I always wanted to fly when I was little, but we were too poor. Yeah. Kids would always go to Florida from Boston and break. And they'd be like, we went to Florida. And I'd be like, oh, man, that sounds great. And now I fly all the time, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I flew into L.A., I, um, this is just a story because I'm looking at Jack in the Box. Um, I, I, had to, I had to use the bathroom. And I didn't know where, so I had to use the bathroom of a jack-in-the-box. And there was pee all over the toilet seat. And there, there was no toilet paper left. Mm. Luckily, my mom packed me wet wipes. Um, <laughs> and I was right outside Zane Heath's house, and they weren't responding. And I didn't know them yet, so I couldn't double-text them or call them because they were like these big viners. So I just sat in the jack-in-the-box, and I sat there for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> waiting for them to respond because I had no place to go. I used to drive down and see Brandon to do Vines. Oh, yeah, that was weird. How old were you? I was so old. I was <laughs> in my 40s. You were in your 40s, and how old was Brandon? He was like 19. And <laughs> you would drive to San Diego to Vine with him, right? Yeah. What did Fullerton, his... which is, you know, pretty far. What did his dad think? His stepdad came out once, and we were in the car because <laughs> Brandon wouldn't let me in the house. <laughs> so I'd be like, okay. And he'd be like, he's like, oh, you can't come in the house. There's like a ton of people sleeping there. <laughs> they, ha they had like lots of stepbrothers like living at the house and sleeping on the couch. And I would go down really early in the morning so I could come back and like, you know, take my kid to basketball practice or whatever. So it was always Saturdays. Christ. Saturdays at 7 a.m. I would wake up. To go then, uh, shoot vines with a 19-year-old kid. Yeah. That's how desperate I was. And then Chris Hansen walked out. Okay, I went, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm just here to shoot vines. That's his, not true. His stepdad like knocked on the window once. Of the car? Yeah. And was like, you took the trash out, Brandon? <laughs> he was like, yeah. And then he just gave me a long look in the eyes. And I was like, hi. How you doing? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awkward. But I loved Brandon. I mean, Brandon, I thought was so Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, let's cut this out. No, no, but I did. I loved Brandon. It was worth it. I loved being dirty. <laughs> I loved his, I loved his like, style of vines and comedy. I thought he was so funny and so young and nubile. And, 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 and such a twink. <laughs> and I would bring him Twinkies to kind of... Passed um, the message that I thought he was sexy, but he never got it. Yeah, that's weird, hanging out with a 19-year-old I boy. hung out with you when you were 20, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, but I lived out on my own. It's like weird going to visit someone at their family's home. Yeah, he never let me in the house again. Yeah. All the vines, if you ever go back and watch them, they're on the street or in the car. <laughs> because he was too scared of his family seeing you. Yeah. Wow. But that was okay. I never did anything sexual with him at all. I just well, to I say know that. that. You don't have to fucking tell me. Do that. you know that, David? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I'm actually. I'll be honest. I'm actually scared of recording this podcast right now here in the car. Because the audio will be bad. No, because because I'm scared that we'll finish it by the time we get to the airport, and then you'll have no reason to come with us on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll call an Uber back. I did try to bail last night. Yeah. Something happens to me at night. I turn into like a werewolf. Jason was trying to bail, and my excuse was, if you leave, we can't do the podcast. Yeah. Can't feed your kids. The podcast. So now he's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Natalie lied to Jason and told him that the tickets were five grand. <laughs> and yeah, that was great. I believed it. And Jason was like, they were $5,000? And Natalie's like, yeah, Jay, it's so expensive. <laughs> Carly and I are fucking cracking up in the back. That's funny. This next segment of the podcast is called Joe's Teeny Weeny Podcast. It's where we give our editor friend 25 seconds to say and do whatever he wants in return for editing our podcast. Joe, you're on now. 
What's up, weenies? Welcome back to another special edition of the JTWP. Today, we're going to be doing a new segment called Reading with Joe. This is a part one of 87 of a book we're going to be reading called Women and Money, chapter one. When women and money... This was your idea, David. This was your idea. Please. What part was my idea? I still have five seconds. The teeny weenie was Please. your idea. Because I didn't want to fucking pay him. I, I was like, just do some time. Guys, can, can I finish the rest no, of the it's paragraph? 25 seconds. That's have, all the time we have. It's just a paragraph. Give him the time. Give him the time. No, that's, that's all. I want to see the bit. No, fuck that, bro. Give him the time. I cut him off. It's not fair. Okay. That was the bit. That was the bit. It's just him reading. I'll finish it, though. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll let him, we'll let him read a little bit. Go. Okay. So imagine. It's called Women and Money. So it's how to make money if you're a woman. Okay, go. Okay, so imagine imagine my surprise when I learned that some of the people closest... Clo- okay, learn how to closest fuck... Give me this shit. All right, that's all the time we have. Yeah, I gave Joe that job because I just figured that instead of us paying him, he can just talk and maybe take up some time. It's like a, it's like a double win for us. He takes up time. We have to work less. And then he does more work on top of it for free. And you call me cheap. Yeah. Well, but it's actually, I think, fucking us, because I think we're losing so many listeners when he goes on. So I think, no, I, I think my plan it. has worked backwards. Oh, Suze Orman. I love Suze Orman. Throw the book away, quick. We're not podcasting. We can. Go. You want to just take it from the middle? Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, go. We went, to, we, went to go see, uh, we went to go see the billboard today. Yeah, we saw David's got a new billboard yeah. from Fanjoy, which is great, with his merch. It says David's Vlog. It's so a very Fan- beautiful picture. Fanjoy got us two billboards. It's the merch company I work with um, for the merch. And one of them happens to be literally hidden behind the building. <laughs> it's a poorly placed, sort and of. It's... We drove, let's, let's be honest, we drove an hour in traffic yeah. to get there because yeah. I don't think they know where I live. So they were like, oh, we'll put it somewhere in California. <laughs> so we drove there, we got there, and we couldn't find it. And then they're like, you have to look behind the cash and loan building. So we looked behind the bill, the, you know. The check cashing place. The check cashing place. And there it was. Yeah. All we had to do was get on the hood of our car <laughs> and mm-hmm. jump up and down and maybe see the top half of our faces on the billboard. It, it looked like a German designer went, like, went for broke and was like, I'm going to bring my, new, my clothes to America. Yeah. And then got a poor placement somewhere. It's a, it was a very bad, bad placement. Yeah, but that's okay. And then we threw eggs at it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We threw eggs at it. And after we threw the eggs, I was like, this is so fucking douchey. I got really scared. I was like, why are we throwing eggs at this? And I was scared that we were like caught on camera. Because I'm not even putting it in the vlog because it was just like, it just didn't make sense. Well, we threw uh, eggs. We, you were filming it. We wouldn't yeah, just yeah, throw yeah. eggs at we it. We were throwing eggs because the bit was like Jason was throwing eggs at my face. But yeah. it wasn't coming off that way. It was just coming off like really douchey because people didn't know that that was us on the billboard because it was so tiny and so far away. Hey, guess what? I saw a bunch of people walk by while we were doing it. No one cared at all. No. <laughs> no, no one cared about us or the billboard. Or the egg throwing to no. be honest um so yeah we egged our own billboard um i didn't rec- yeah that won't be in a vlog you'll just have to take our word for that but when you went across the street to film us and it was me and natalie with the eggs natalie confessed to me that she's in love with you really yeah i don't understand why we have to keep like hashing up this stupid topic all the time because it's all i think about it's all i think about too yeah literally yesterday i was walking you guys were at mcdonald's and i, I walked a little bit ahead of you and I look back, and the sun just hit both of your faces in the same way. Was she smiling at me? And Natalie looked really good yesterday. She had on, you know, a cute, cute outfit, whatever. And David, you look really good. And I just saw the two of you together, and I was like, ah, man. Oh, this is when we were leaving Mendocino Farms? Can't Fox. even. Can't even. It's tough. Yeah. It's, t- it's tough for people. Look at Natalie's face. She looks like she's going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> How's your love life? 
Oh, it's rocking and rolling, man. <laughs> it's just incredible. I was kicked off Tinder <laughs> for lying about my age. What did you, what'd you um, say? Um, I I was there as you uh, were honest as twenty nine for oh, a long time, and then people reported it. Hey, it's better than you being kicked off for being forty five. <laughs> yeah, and then there was a catfish incident. There was a catfish using Jeff's pictures. Did you know? There. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. When I was a, um, this is actually, have I ever admit this? No. Um, I actually catfished someone. You did? Yeah. No, you didn't. Swear to God. Whose picture did you use? One of, one of the guys from my school. Did you really? I don't want to say who. No. Say his fucking name. No. <laughs> I don't want to say, but I confessed it to the guy. I was like, yo, listen, um, in, in seventh grade, I totally used your picture to catfish What were you someone. doing on Tinder in seventh grade? It was not Tinder. It was like some weird like chat thing. Uh-huh. And this, and I was talking to this girl for fucking two weeks. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I was in like the sixth or seventh grade. And like I was, I was like falling in love with this chick. Uh-huh. And I was like, I felt so bad because I'm like, she, this isn't fucking me. This isn't me. And then she wanted, she kept asking for more pictures of me. And I kept going on his Facebook and pulling more pictures off. And the worst part was like, he was so like popular. I was scared to even friend request him. So I was limited to the amount of pictures I could pull. <laughs> so, so it was like, and they were very blurry too because they were just screenshots and like, ah, oh God, it was bad. That's really funny. It's really bad. That's so cool. Yeah. So I, so. So he, for a podcast story, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for life, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've listened. I was very young and I was very nerdy, and and I wasn't even doing it to like to like for anything. I was just doing it to like for conversation. <laughs> but like, it got to a serious point where like I was talking to this girl too often. Yeah, and yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I, I'm you actually very embarrassed thinking about it. How did you leave it with her? Well, I told her the truth. I, I was like, I was like, hey, listen. I'm using my friend's pictures. Um, <laughs> over chat? Yeah, over chat. You never talked to her on the phone? No, never. Oh, wow. No, I was like, I'm using my friend's pictures. Um, I'd love to keep talking to you. Um, <laughs> What'd she say? She, um, she said, <laughs> no, she said, I appreciate your honesty. Oh, I think she did. Yeah, I think she asked for my real picture, but I was too scared to send it. So I sent her another one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Impulsive liar. And then I went another two weeks. <laughs> was like ah oh, you know what that wasn't me <laughs> no 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 i think she was like i would love i like i appreciate the honesty and i thought she was going to talk to me but she didn't uh, yeah so moral of the story is keep catfishing <laughs> never fucking admit i'm done with dating i don't think no. i'm gonna have anyone else in my life now yeah i mean that's the point i can't believe i just admit that i'm still kind of like that's letting me i think when you admit stuff like under the age of 15 you're good okay good because you totally you're... lied about how old i was too i was fucking 22 oh also i <laughs> jerked I off in my of mouth <laughs> what oh also i jerked off in my friend mark's mouth when i was 14 <laughs> um, right no but yeah okay yeah i'm glad i got that off my chest wait but now like without the microphone who was it okay i'm gonna tell you and you can react okay Ew. <laughs> <laughs> He's like not cute. But he was in the sixth grade, remember? No. For those Every girl was obsessed with him. Now they chose him for a reason. I have good taste. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There was like, no. That's really, there's you had a lot better options. <laughs> for those of you just joining us, this is the Vernon Hills section of the show. <laughs> where Natalie and I talk it's about our hometown, where only two people listening <laughs> know what the fuck we're talking about. Anyway, I catfish someone, whatever. Not a big deal. Have you ever catfished anybody? Uh, like, honestly? I, I mean, mean pr- pretty much all the time. <laughs> when people meet me, they're disappointed. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. I would never be able to go through with a catfish. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't meet that many people. So. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, if you ever guys want to set me up with one of your friends, or I think we're very busy. Joe's we're, mom, we're, or. <laughs> Joe, I met Joe's mom the other day. She's I heard her. She's hot. That's what you said. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. You don't think my mom's hot? Shut up, Jason. You said. You said. This is what he said. He goes, Joe's mom's really, really attractive. She's like really hot. And Joe's dad had a boner the entire time. <laughs> the boner part was real. I don't know why Joe's dad had a boner. Well, he likes your videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you've never catfished anybody? No. You ever been catfished? Are no. You, you probably weren't around for it. I wasn't time. around for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You I missed if, it all. If you were catfishing, that'd be like illegal. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had some catfishing back in the day. <laughs> mm. You mean when you went to the lake? Yeah. <laughs> silly cat. Why do they call it catfishing? I don't know. That cat is weird. Catfishing. Oh, because like you pull the fish out and then you get this ugly cat? No, maybe it's because catfishing, <laughs> you're fishing for a cat. Oh, man, we just get dumber and dumber each episode. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's really funny. Hey, this is better than our abortion episode, though. That wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go an hour about catfishing than, than another 30 minutes about our stance on abortion or anything political. Let's just stay on stay on this topic. What do you think about slinkies? <laughs> <laughs> just just things that we're allowed to talk about. Raisinets. Yeah, my publicist. Yeah, my publicist steps in. All, all, all we're allowed to talk about this week are raisins and <laughs> and s'mores. Well, here we go. That's the only thing we're allowed to give our What's opinion on now, just so we don't get in trouble and sound like idiots. I just looked up the meaning of catfishing. And oh yeah, what, what is that? it? Can you read? Um, <laughs> yes, I can read better than most in this room. Thank you. <laughs> That's true. The term catfish comes from fishermen putting sea catfish in with the cod to nip at their tails and keep them active. So it's like you're baiting someone to keep the conversation going, uh, keeping that relationship active. What else have you been up to? You been down to the clubs at all? <laughs> what? <laughs> you been down to the clubs at all? No, I haven't been to the club in a while. Stand-up clubs? Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about the club club. I was. Clubs? Yeah, no, I haven't. We've been, we went yeah. to Saddle Ranch. How is Saddle Ranch? It's good. They know you there, huh? I like when you pull in there. Why? Because the guy comes out and he likes you. <laughs> Is there anything better than that? It is nice. When like the mater, he's not a mater D, he's the manager. Yeah, the manager Jeff, and right? the valet guy always goes, David, yeah, how are you? That's the best. That is really cool, huh? Do you ever go somewhere where Yesterday they know he goes, he goes, business good? That was such an adult thing to ask. He's like, is business good? I'm like, for now. <laughs> I ran into a YouTuber yesterday who's, um, who's like really, really successful YouTuber. Yeah. And I was in my Tesla yeah. that you got me. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just on the street. And he goes, he goes, whoa, Jason Nash. And I go, hey, what's up, Tom? Like that. And he goes, whoa, dude, dude, what's going on? Is that your whip? Like that. And I was like, it's mine. <laughs> and he goes, YouTube's doing pretty good for you, huh? And I said, yeah, for my friend. <laughs> Natalie and I made a TikTok video the other day. So TikTok is like taking over. It's like this new app. Um, so Natalie and I made a, a video. Basically, it was like a, it was like a cute like cup like girl girl and boy best friends do it, and it almost like makes it seem like you're dating and like you know people love that on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So we posted that and it got 17 million views. Wow, Isn't that fucking ridiculous. Seven, 17 million views, three million likes. Oh my god, that's insane! So I, right after that, naturally, I asked Natalie she'd marry me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but um, but that's insane. Yeah, people slept on TikTok for a while. I was one of the first people to like. I know you weren't. Yes, I was. <laughs> no, you talk shit on it forever. No, 
No, I was not. I was one of the first people to okay. Was I not, Natalie? <laughs> you weren't on it, though. I wasn't on it. You didn't get it. on it until people were on it. No. Well, yeah. You weren't like, you didn't find it. And you're like, guys, check out this app. And everyone's like, David, you're stupid. And you're like, no, it's going to be no, something. No, 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 no. I was like, I was like, well, because at first it was like musically. And then it kind of went downhill. Right. But then they rebranded and people weren't giving them a second chance. Right. But then I came. I'm talking about in our friend group. <laughs> okay. And then in our friend group, I was like, guys, seriously, try TikTok. And not all our friends are obsessed with it. Okay. I heard you created water too. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds like such a tool. Uh, seriously, I liked it when I, I liked it before it was cool. Uh, I listened to Tame Impala twenty five years ago in the womb. My mom was playing Tame Impala to me. What's your favorite item from the Stitch Fix box, Jason? Probably these hip Adidas shoes they sent me. What do they do? Uh, I put them on and I felt like I had my whole life ahead of me. Wow, deceiving. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com views and tell them your sizes, what sizes you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. I meant to say what styles you like. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. I had a personal stylist the other day actually come into my house. I saw. She brought nothing but black clothes. It was very expensive. (laughs) So I highly recommend Stitch Fix. It was like, like, I think I said this on the podcast. It was a couple thousand dollars of clothes. Yeah. And then you choose what you want and she returns the rest. But it's like really scary. It's just like Stitch Fix. It's just like Stitch Fix. You send back what you don't want and you return the rest. But no human interaction. No one's coming to your house. So you don't get nervous. You try them on, pay only for what you love and return the rest. (laughs) Did you get nervous when your stylist came to the house? Very extremely what went through your mind well it's like someone else dressing you so, so you feel like a baby i feel like a baby like you know she's buttoning my pants buttoning my shirt like i even felt like a three-year-old stitch fix doesn't make you feel like a baby there's no subscription required you can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want stitch fix styling fees only 20 dollars, which is applied toward anything that you keep from your shipment get started now at stitchfix.com views and you'll get an extra 25 percent off when you keep all five five items in your box that's stitchfix.com views to get started today stitchfix.com views let tend dental make your dream smile a reality we offer a variety of top rated treatments including invisalign aligners and for a limited time tend is offering 750 dollars off orthodontic treatments Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. When you were starting out and you wanted to be a YouTuber, did you ever think about, oh, one day I'll have a stylist? No, I never thought about that. No, you don't think about that. Because David basically walks around like a homeless person all the time. Thank you. I know I get that rap, but he wears the same kind of merch and... It's actually very, really admirable. Yeah, dude, the other day, holy shit, I don't even know if I should be talking about this because I feel like it's top secret. Okay. But the other day, I was, um, I, it was the season, it's my, my show wrap. On Congratulations. Nickel, on, thank you. Your on Nickelodeon. It's completely yeah. done. Great. Um, and I, I, they, I always wore black because I'm like, I can't wear anything else. It just doesn't make me feel good. Right. And they were super cool. And they were like, okay, cool. Just wear all black. So every day I wear the same t-shirt. Great. Um, but for the finale, I was like, okay, I'll spice it up. Give me something. Like, give me a cool jacket. Oh, I saw this on Instagram. So they gave me a cool, well, no, they gave me a suede jacket, like a blue suede jacket. Uh-huh. And um, I loved it so much. I and I looked at the price tag. It was two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Oh man! And I think they like they like borrow it from places. They don't actually buy the stuff. Mm-hmm. They just borrow. It. And then at the end of the show, it wrapped. Everybody was like high fiving each other. And I go, "Can I keep the jacket?" <laughs> and she goes, "Well, just because 
you didn't like anything else and you liked wearing this jacket, I'm going to let you keep it. Wow. That's it. And I got to keep a fucking $2,000 jacket. My God. How bonkers is that? That's that, so much money. That's awesome. Loan it to Jonah tomorrow and never see it again. Yeah, I'll let everyone in our friend group <laughs> borrow it, take it for a spin. No, that's that That was the best. We shot with um, we shot with Tom Kenny the other day. which SpongeBob is SquarePants. Yeah, he's the voice of SpongeBob. Um, that was really sick. He's been doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it since I was three years old. Yeah. He's been a character. If anybody knows, we had a huge debate as to how much money he must have. Yeah, we had the biggest debate about how much money he makes an episode. My guess, Zane assumed he makes like 40000 an episode. Yeah. I thought he makes around 150000 an episode. Yeah. What do you think? I, I would say about one hundred and fifty. Yeah, because like I, 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 we, we read somewhere that like the Simpsons people were, were getting over $500,000 per episode, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. And SpongeBob was a fucking, it still is a huge show. Unless, because he's been there for 20 years, they like renegotiated and they gave him a piece of the show. So they gave him less? No, more. Like if you had a piece of a show, then you're getting Well, that's paid. what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. Every okay. episode you're getting producer fees. And- yeah, but I don't think people understand how like voiceover work is so much money. Like if you're in the right spot, like that's like the. It's They're pretty rare though, yeah. those jobs. It's like Simpsons, SpongeBob. Um, King of the Hill. Yeah, but it's also rare guy. to be a huge actor. Do you know it, what I mean? It's also what? It's also rare to be like a huge actor that gets... Like, it's any, That's true. Any job in entertainment. But actors get paid more than VO actors. Yeah, but actors have to be hours in hair and makeup. They have to study lines. That's true. When you're a cartoon person, you don't even have to study lines. You just read that shit as you go. You show up in your pajamas. <laughs> like, that's fucking... It's, it's, I think it's the best job in the world. Yeah. I don't think there's anything better than it. I don't it, think there's anything easier and more fun than being a voiceover actor. It was cool watching him slide in and out of voices. Yeah. He did like the French guy, then he would do SpongeBob. He did Gary. I went to a Simpsons table read once, and just to watch the, the guy who does Homer, it was like unreal. Why did you go to a table read? I had a friend that was a writer there, and he was like, you want to come to a table read? I was like, yeah, sure, Simpsons, why not? I'll check it out. And as he's doing the read, he's doing it in the voice? Yeah, it's crazy. He's like, oh, hello there, Marge. It's like right into Homer, spot on, loud, projecting, and nothing like his normal voice. His name is Dan Castaneda, something like that, and he's like... That's crazy. He just nails Weren't you Homer. on The Simpsons? I was on The Simpsons in the Boston episode. Wow. I had a good three or four lines. Did you get paid a lot? No, no, I probably got paid like a thousand bucks and then some residuals, which is still really crazy. Great, a thousand dollars to voice a to yeah. voice a cartoon to go in for twenty minutes. I always got, I always get surprised. Like, like when I first started doing this thing, like, like when like Tosh wanted to like use my clip, yeah. on YouTube or on their show, they like they reach out and they go, "Here, can we use your clip? Uh, this is how much we can pay you." Yeah. I was always so confused. I was like, why the fuck are you going to pay me? Yeah. What do you mean? You're Tosh.0. Take the entire fucking clip. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, and like, like, you know, like when anybody wants to use anything of yours, they have to pay you. Right. Like I always thought that like, like if the Super Bowl wants to use um, Kesha's music, uh-huh. like they have to pay her. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I always thought that was insane. But right. Like, now, I guess maybe I'm just used to it and accustomed to it. And it makes sense. But like back then, I was like, no, if you want to use anything of mine during the Super Bowl, please just take it. Yeah. Well, because publishing has become such a big part of their earnings now because no one buys albums anymore. Yeah. YouTube, uh, YouTube publishing. Don't they are... say that? That like all the money's in the writing? Yeah. I don't know how. Like it works. Sia wrote all those songs for Rihanna. Well, it's also, and that's why she's rich. It's also interesting because like I, like I was trying to get a uh, YouTube, like I have a, I have a song that I was trying to get like cleared for my YouTube channel. Um, it was my, I think it's my intro song and I can't get it cleared because it's owned by like 10 different people. Oh. So I have to go to 
Universal Music. Then I have to go to Sony because they each own 50% of it. And then I have to go to someone and I have to get approval from every person. Or in this case, I would have to pay one of the people off. So I'd have to give them like they wanted like $1,000 per vlog just so I can use this intro song. Uh, and then another person wanted another 3000 for the song. Uh, so it's like it, in total, it was going to cost me like $30,000 for me to use four seconds of a song for my intro on my YouTube video. So I was like, okay, I just won't get paid instead. Um, so yeah, songs are so fucking insane to me. I know. I was sense. in the studio with my friend Charlie Puth the other day. <laughs> I was in the studio. And um, it, we just got so creative. We yeah. lit the incense and we opened up some canned water. Yeah, And we got crazy. after it, ordered some Postmates. Benny it, Blanco came in. It, it is crazy to see you hang out with Charlie Puth. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to Attention all the time now. Yeah. When it, that bass drops. You like, it's crazy, like after you hang out with an artist, you think their music <laughs> is the best music in the world. Ne- I'll be honest, never listened to Charlie. Sure. Before you introduced me to him. But now that's all you do. I'm, I'm literally going through all these old songs and I'm like, this is good too. It was a little deep track from Charlie. Where <laughs> well, have I been? Well, that's when you have like, a, when you have a personal connection with the artist, you go back and you listen to like, like you, you know, like like I can't listen to like Kesha's entire album. I don't know. I keep referencing sure because like three songs are songs that I would love, but the rest are just like they're great songs, but they're just you know what I mean. You don't. They're not connected to them. They're not like hits. Mm-hmm. But like with like like when you know the artist, you listen to every song and you'll be like, oh, I can imagine him in, doing this in the studio. Yeah, and how he made this yeah. sound like this. Who's this about? Yeah, who's this about? There was one song that he he released that was a new song, and I was like, hmm, is, is that about this person? Does he get a lot of shit? Like, yeah, do people like, just call him right away? Now that I know Charlie too, it's like it's like every song that he makes. Like if we talk shit on the podcast about one of our friends, we're going to hear about it. But with Charlie, it's like that's even bigger bigger platform and if it's about like love or something, you pretty much know who it's about. Oh yeah, I was talking to an artist, I don't want to say her name, but she she made an entire album um basically it was all about her ex and how her ex ruined her entire life. Oh boy. And um, she was just saying she had to call her ex and she had to go and she had to be like, hey, I have an album. It's coming out in two days. <laughs> it eviscerates you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is about you. I'm going to, it's a lot of my feelings are in it. It may f- make you feel some type of way. Like it make make you sad. Um, but yeah, she had to like call her and warn her. Could you imagine getting that call? <laughs> hey, so like imagine like you're dating fucking Selena Gomez. And then she calls you and she goes, yeah, so um, I'm just going to put you on blast. I have a huge <laughs> album and everything. I talk about your penis size. I talk about what a horrible lover you were. I talk about your hairy ass. Everything is in this song. And you're just like, okay. What did the person say? Um, I don't know. I think yeah. she was just, uh, I don't remember what she said. But Hopefully they're narcissistic enough to love it. Yeah. You know? You wrote an entire album about me? <laughs> no one really has time to go to the post office, Jay. You're busy. Who's got time for all that traffic, parking, lugging all your mail and packages? It's a real hassle. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. Wow, that's pretty pretty nuts, actually. What I've been doing is I've been mailing my email to make sure that it gets there. 
Yes. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. So I, you... I print all my emails and then I... Oh, you double send I, it. I physically send them, yeah. So you make sure, okay. That's and that's good. where stamps comes in handy for with, me. With stamps.com, you could get five sets off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Views. That's Stamps.com. Enter Views. Hey, have you ever, um, you ever keep a diary? No. Have you ever written anything? No, not for my feelings. I've written letters. Have you wrote, ever written like a love letter? Yeah, letters. Oh yeah, yeah. Who'd you write a letter to? My girlfriend. Really? All the time. Yeah. What, what did it say? Uh, you want me to? Can read, you read it? You want me to read it? Yeah. No, I would. All, I think letters are like the best thing. Like, so I, you like you like drop leave it with her like maybe on Valentine's Day or something. Well, yeah, it was always like it, yeah, it was always with like paired with flowers or something. Mm. Yeah, I'd write like. What would you okay. say in there? Uh, Jason sucks. I'm, <laughs> I'm really trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of this friendship. I don't want to text you this because I'm scared he's looking at my phone. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Jason goes to the tennis club. You just you just um, got your membership back. Mm. It's the uh, how much does it cost? It's a lot, David. Let's move on from the price. <laughs> no, the price is the important part. No, I, I don't want to say how much it is. It's, really? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because people aren't going to understand. You you get the money when you sell the membership. Great, it's twenty thousand dollars. No, come on. We dog. can explain it. It's, you get it back. Though. Yes, I understand that. It's so like when so, I sold it. Hold last on, time, let me explain. I, let me explain. Let me let me just like let me bring people in. Jason goes to tennis club where it costs twenty thousand dollars to be a member, which is ridiculous. But here's the catch: it's basically like buying a house. So you're you're buying into the club, like you're buying a portion of the club. So then when you leave, like if you ever decide you don't want to be a member anymore, you sell your portion of the club. Um, it's like having stocks or it's like, it's, like, it's like owning real estate or anything. Except you don't make any money. Except you don't, well, you could. If the price of the club goes up, then you, you could sell it for higher yeah, than, that's true. than you bought in for. So, so uh, uh, Jason, you were telling me like, uh, like 30, 40, 50 years ago, the membership was like four grand, right? Yeah. And now it's at $20,000. That's so th- true. So those people... Would I mean realistically be making sixteen thousand dollars if they mm-hmm. sold their membership? True. Um, so, it's, but it's a it's a really nice club. It's at the top of Mulholland, which is like the nicest like street in all of LA for views. Yeah. Um, and it sits like on top of like a hill. You got like it, it's a beautiful view of, of the city of downtown of downtown. And and, and I, I can't explain like the the reason why I've lost weight is because I joined that club. Yeah. So, so I mean, guys, day. there's your inspiration. If you need to lose weight, <laughs> fork up 20K and, uh, and you'll lose five pounds like Jason did in the last seven months. <laughs> I'm not paying for a trainer. Yeah, sure. I'm not paying a lot per month. It's, it's really funny. And it was, so the, the, other day, um, the other day, I went to go play tennis and um, Jonah was coming late and Jason just couldn't wait for him anymore. And you can't be at the club if you're not a member. So right. Jason was just like, I'm going to go. You wait here for Jonah. Don't you, make a scene. Don't make a scene. You just play tennis. Don't, don't say that you're not here without me. And then, um, and then uh, Jason leaves. I'm playing for like 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden... Um, I hear from the side of the tennis court, Jonah go, oh, there they are. That's them. Uh, Those are my friends. uh, And he brought two of the people with him that were working there. And I go, Jonah, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) And he goes, oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. And then the the ladies come over because they're standing right behind me. They go, hi, um, who are you here with? And I'm like, Jason, he just went to go grab his kids. 
And and they go, okay, is he in the daycare section? I go, no, no, he went home. He went home to grab his kids. <laughs> and they go, okay, you need to leave. Ooh. And I was like, fuck. And yeah. Jonah's like, Jonah's like, I'm sorry, I fucked it up for you guys. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm just gonna go. I'm sorry. He he goes to the he goes to the woman. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm just fat. I'm fat and stupid. And the woman's like, the woman does not find that funny at all. She's <laughs> I mean, really nice too. Yeah, but but She's he goes nothing but nice. Getting he goes, into that club. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm fat and stupid. I'll just go. Let them stay. <laughs> the lady's like, no. Everybody has to leave. So then we got kicked out of the club. Um, luckily, Jason can still go there. I Which, was furious. When you texted me, yeah, because that is like my one thing that I have. Everyone at the and club, and it's rude. It's rude. Why? Why doesn't he have social skills? Everyone at the club was really nice because they're all so loaded. They have nothing to do but just wave at you. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Hi, hello." It was fucking crazy. Hey, what do you think about this? I got a bunch of live shows coming up. A lot of people asking me for free tickets. Really? Is yeah. This, a lot are of you friends. trying to plug your shows in? No, not at all. Should I give everybody free tickets? Should I give everybody free tickets to the Miami show on June 19th <laughs> at 7 p.m. at 22nd. the Coliseum? September 22nd. Um, yeah. I mean, like, now friends are like, hey, I want to come see you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so I've been giving away. Like, I'll put your name. I'll oh, put my your God, name. you're so cheap. You can't even give your friends tickets. <laughs> are you being fucking serious? No, I was just asking your policy on it. You can't give your friends free tickets because it takes away from We're the not pay- doing th- I'm not doing 3,000-seat theaters. I'm doing like 300 seats. You can't give your friends tickets because it takes away from the paid tickets. I've given away a bunch of tickets. Jason, come on. Well, where do you draw the line? If it's somebody <laughs> like, like Nick Juhas, the scientist, does he get free tickets? Yeah, he gets free tickets. Okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> how, many t- how many tickets are you giving away? Uh, at least like six or seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jay, you fuck. No, I'm going to give them free tickets. I just really wanted to plug the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with, uh, we're with, we're with Natalie and Carly, who, I mean, everyone in this car was in a relationship in the last two years. They've been in a relationship at one point. Um, Carly brings up like a really funny point. It's so funny when you get out of a relationship with a person that you've been with every day, and then you're like, okay, not like, and then you break up, and then you're like, now what? What, are you just going to go live by yourself? Like, how, how do you explain it? Like, to me, it's like, how are you just living your life, even though that's what we're doing, too? But it's weird to see it. Yeah. You're like, I don't get how you're, not a narcissistic, a narcissistic way, but it's like, I don't get how you're just laughing. <laughs> it's like, Carly's like, Carly's like how, how are you just operating right now? Like, not hanging out. I totally get it, though. It's like, it's like. I totally get it, too. It's like you lost an arm. Yeah. You're, you're, like, you're, oh, you're oh, with oh. a person every day, and then it's like. What, what do you mean we don't do this anymore? Yeah. Like, what do you mean I don't see you every day? What? It's like such a confusing mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> well, what do you think, Natalie? How do you feel since your breakup? Uh, I mean, I feel the same way. I feel like, it, especially because, like, mine was long distance. Like, I don't live in the same state as him. So I feel like it's even more so, like, oh, you just don't exist. Like, yeah. you just don't exist It's anymore. so weird. So Someone weird. can be, like, such a big part of your life, and then it's like, okay, I'll see you later. And it's, yeah, like... I'll see you later. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jay? What's your, what are your? This is just like sorrow hour. <laughs> All right. What else, Jay? I think when you get when you get in the bed alone, and then you like you actually turn and you say something, and then there's no one there. Whoa, that's <laughs> fucking never happened to me. 
That's really scary. Wait, that's another thing. Like being in a relationship for a really long time, I always had like a side of the bed. And even when I first moved to LA, like I always slept on one side of the bed. But now that I don't have somebody there, I just like I'm on any side of the bed. Like sometimes I'll sleep on the left, sometimes I'll sleep on the right, which is like not interesting. A even, very insignificant thing. But. Even when I was in a relationship, I would always just sleep in the middle. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm, surprised. I'm an asshole. I would just I would just spread my arms and legs and not just be in the middle. So not much has changed. <laughs> I, but it is hard. Like what? You know, you, we work so hard that you no one to share it with, really. You know, like, how do you... I have my kids, at least. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. It is It is a really weird or thing. Or what do you do when something good happens? Who do you tell? Yeah, I guess that was kind of the toughest part, is, like, when good things would happen. Yeah. And you just have to tell your other friends that, like, aren't as close to you, and, like, you wouldn't care about their reaction as much. I tell my ex-wife the good things, and she's like... Why are you telling me this? <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. What? Already? How can you do this to the people? I know, but... David, you've got to give them a little bit more. There'll be another podcast next week. That's right. We put same, out videos. Same amazing duo. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Go buy our merch. Go Every- see me live September 7th in San Diego. Everything's available. Why do you cut me off when I plug my show? Did you hear that? You You're, slid under. You plugged it in earlier. I didn't give any dates or times or um, what I'm going to be doing. We have a new billboard for my vlog and my merch out. Um, go, go check it out. David go check it out. It. You probably won't be able to fucking find it because my merch company <laughs> thought it'd be great to hide it behind a building. Um, go so- to my pop-up this weekend, Century City Mall in LA. Free. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna it's nice crowd you're, surf. You're gonna crowd surf. Yeah, through all the, the people. I, ho- I hope the three people can hold you up. <laughs> I hope the three people that come will be able to support you. Uh, those three guys that are uh, play for um, Sherman Oaks uh, High School football team. Make sure you come because I'm gonna need you to lift me. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. My name is Jeff. Bye. <laughs>